This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. That's my impression of us. The Xbox. That does sound like us. That's what like we the original about. Xbox. Yeah. Oh, the first Xbox. Um, that could be fun. So let's. Try, uh, it would be like. Oh, is the remember the big controller? What a fuck up! Mm-hmm. And we could, like, complain. We basically, what I think about us is we just complain about old, inconsequential, sure shit. Remember and, brute force? Is this it? It's, I don't know. Maybe, yes, sure. We uh, Let's do that. Let's, yes. Hi, welcome to Cool Game Sync, a video game design podcast from Polygon.com and the Vox Podcast Network. I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm Nick Robinson. I thought I might catch you there. Put my name on yours. Mm. We'll see. I'll get you one of these days, Gadget. <laughs> How are you doing, Griffin McElroy? Uh, I'm glad you fucking asked because I ate a big old basket of fish and chips. Oh, um, London, England. Well, it's Austin, and I went to lunch with Rachel, and I ate a big basket, steamy basket of fish and chips. Queen of England, you know. And I was in I was in England, fine. And I gotta say, all that greasy grease has me feeling a little lugubrious. Well, that could be fun. It slicks you up, makes you uh, sort of a slippery, slippery. Podcaster in a way that might be nice. Yeah, my mouth and throat, and that's where the podcast comes out of. Mm -hmm. Real slick. The words are just sliding out like oily. Mm. It's like a fun ride for these words and thoughts. (laughs) How are you doing? I'm good. I just ate a big old basket of broccoli. Uh, The opposite of what I I sort of the opposite, and there was some chicken strips in there, but they were sort of dusted with a some sort of root, some sort of coconut or almond flour. So it was sort of a a low carb alternative to the the more slimy chicken breast that you you might experience at a Austin fish and chip parlor. Food is so weird, man. Right? Mm, sure thing. There's a lot of it different. Now elaborate on that for me. Uh, do you want me to name all the different kinds of food? Yeah, just if you could just name a few, just to illustrate your point. I mean, we'll start hamburgers. Uh, sandwiches. Okay, so far you're not illustrating the variety that well because you named. Oh, you're right. You're right. I'll start over. Yeah, Hamburg- hamburgers. Right. Hot dogs. I see. Okay, that's a lot like hamburgers. So I feel I'll like start I start over. I'll start. I, you over. See I'll what it is? Over. Is it's a time pressure thing? If if you need a minute to think of two different types of food. All right. All right. But don't rush right. into it. We can always edit it later if you need to like think. For I'll a while. do it. I'll okay. do it. Hot dogs. Mm-hmm. And yes. I can't think of another food, Nick. I swear to God, I've been sitting here. What thinking. about uh, this? Is easy. Just do uh, like if you go to Wendy's, you could order 
legit hot dogs hot dog well yeah you could get a double cheeseburger i guess that's just kind of hamburger we did it again so cheeseburgers and hot dogs Mm Hmm. what's another food nick now i'm I'm freaking out they okay are there other foods i'm i'm Uh, stumped what about like i said i said sandwiches right yeah yeah you did sandwiches but nick why can't i think of a food that's not a hot dog sandwich or hamburger so it's like that episode of men in black the animated series where they that guy gets erased and all, he, oh, they, they, all the, those devils. They've done it again. What about they a double stack? Double stacks. That's a... Oh, Big fuck. Mac? Is a Big Mac a different... Uh, Whopper. Big and Tasty. Mm. We're just... It's all different burgers. Big and it's Junior. Not, oh, 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 Nick, Nick! What? A apple. A apple's one. A apple's oh, one. Jesus, let's I've, not try this anymore. I think we're good We should now. focus on what we're good at. Hamburgers, hot which dogs, is apples. Xbox jokes. Ham- hamburgers, hot dogs, apples. What was the other one? The one I just said, Nick. Uh, he- oh, you did apple before that. So let's do a games together. Mm. Can we start with this first one from Obi Tron Kenobi, who says, "It's not you, it's a me, Mario, a Super Mario Brothers dating sim." Okay. When people talk about the video gamed characters that they would love to. Do kiss maybe and do hug from? And maybe it's not all sexual. Maybe they just want to have like a deep, long-lasting, intimate friendship Supportive, with. yeah. Um, it's always Sonic, isn't it? They're it's, always talking it, about the Sonic characters that they want to It tends go. to be the, you know, you got your Rouge the Bats or your your Amy Amy Roses, your Miles Tails Prowers of the be, world. There, to be fair, there is no Mario character named Cream. That's no. just it. And so I would love to explore that a little bit more. Like I would love to like uh Nick mm. kissing a dry kissing a dry bones. Yes or no? I'm gonna have to throw some I'm gonna have to slather that guy in chapstick to get any get any mileage get, there. To get any traction, yeah. To get any tra yeah, because it would just be I feel like it would be a one sided moisture affair in terms of he would be Hmm. Do you think when this is a okay? Sorry, this is a stupid question. So forgive no, no, no. me. I hey, sh- there's I, no stupid. There's no stupid questions. Only stupid actors. Okay. Good. So, with that said, do you think when Dry Bones gets a boner, it makes oh. that xylophone noise when he comes back to life after you jump on him? It goes like, you know, that little like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that come? Does that sound happen? Does that sound play? I guess out of it, out of its, out of his whole skeletal hog. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't say, I mean, the rest, just let's be scientific. Mm-hmm. If the rest of his bones make that noise. Why wouldn't his uh, bone, his, 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 his thingy bone, his, yeah, his wing wong. How did dry bones get made? How did dry bones get made is another point. So the, I think the magic Koopas have something to do with it. I think there's probably like a necromantic situation happening there. And a lot of people look at dry bones and they think, what a fun character. I can't wait to jump on them and then make them make that fun noise when they pop back up. I look at it and I say that's a dead Koopa that it shouldn't be. It's an abomination. Mm-hmm. It's an affront to God and Jesus. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's, so I don't, I don't know that I would kiss it. I don't know I would kiss a dry bones. Do you? I also there's that guy Dry Bowser. What's his What's his whole story? So in Super Mario 3D Land, the 3DS one, the the boss yeah. battle is that's a dead Bowser. Huh? It's if you're fighting a dead. Bowser. That's right. He dies. He falls in the lava and is destroyed as so, lava is wont to do to any flesh having person mm-hmm. takes all the skin away so does that mean that 
Super Mario 3D Land is like the last one, like chronologically in the series, because you're fighting a dead Bowser. Like, is it like a Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift situation where the timeline is maybe non-linear? Oh, I see, I see, I see. And also, why is he in Mario and Sonic of the Olympic Games? That seems unfair. Yeah, he should be. He should be dead. He, yeah, he's unless that's that's not Bowser. I don't. I. It's too. It's. Oh, let's get back to what we were talking about, which it's was Anton Apollo Ono trying to dip his beak in the summer games mm-hmm. by dressing up as a big Bowser in his skin. That would be a fun reveal. I didn't beat it. I didn't get. I didn't 100% Mario and Sonic at the London 2012 Olympic Games, so I don't know if that's exactly what happened. But I reckon that's the type of twist that they did at the end. Griffin, what were you? You were saying a thing about want to kiss a Sonic and uh, do a spin I'm dash? I'm saying if you didn't, if we did, if we didn't. Mm-hmm. And did Mario instead. So, I mean, there's lots of kissabilities, right? Like, I'm, I'm looking at the whole Mario Kart 8 roster and go for it. But it's a dating game. And based on the title, I also think it's a breaking up game. Do a lot of dating games have breaking up? I don't think they them? do. I think you get, the, you get the kiss and then you get the achievement and then you shut down your computer. All right. Because it's over. So, we, we're kind of exploring a, a more interesting side of, of it. So the game opens up, and there's obviously a rift between me and Wiggler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can tell Wiggler's angry because it's big and red, and there's steam coming out of it. Yes. Because that's what happens to Wiggler when it takes damage. Right. And it, emotional or physical, I would imagine. Yeah. And so Wiggler comes to you one day, and it's not big and red anymore. It's like, oh, have you finally calmed down? I told you, I told you, uh, they're just a friend. And Wiggler says, like, no, I've just, oh, this has just made me realize that, you know, if, if, if that was my, if that's immediately where I, Wiggler, went to, mm-hmm. then, like, maybe there's a bigger problem here that we're not addressing. Right. And then Wiggler, you notice in the corner, Wiggler's got their little flower that goes on his head oh. all packed up. Oh, gosh. You can you do say, a- wait, wait, you say, wait, Wiggler, wait, 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 come on, hold on, wait. Come uh, hey, come on. Over this, you're going to over this. And Wiggler says like, I need to do something for me for once. This takes some time to think. I need you to be and I need you to be mature about this for once in your life. I and think then I th- and then I'm like, "Oh, it's back to this, huh?" We could do a fun thing where there's sort of a he loves me, he loves me not thing with the flower on his head. Like we could have one of the petals fall off when the relationship starts to decline and maybe that could be a fun visual metaphor. So the second time you play through, you notice, oh, Nick and Griffin put a lot of work into the the Wiggler dating situation. Uh, you know who I want to date and then eventually break up with? Who's that? Uh, King, <laughs> King Caliente. He's a big orange hot lava octopus from Mario Galaxy, and he's like you do like he kind of spits coconuts at you. It's kind of an Octorok vibe to the whole thing. Okay, okay, okay. I want to be him uh, love. I want to be him love and hang out in his lava pit and uh, see hang out with him with his crown off. And if you know what I'm saying, I'd love to kiss Wart from Super Mario Brothers too. <laughs> yeah. But it's just a dream. It doesn't That's a count. sad one. That's that- a sad one because you get you date and maybe you're not going to break up, but then you you don't break up. You wake up. So maybe at the end of that arc, and don't listen to this episode if you don't want spoilers for the game that we're working on. But like maybe you at the end of that arc you break up and it was just a dream. But you're in your apartment and there's photos of you and Ward everywhere and and you are no longer together. So Wart's existence wasn't a dream, but your relationship being Jeez, intact man. was, oh, you know? man, dude. It's kind of cool. 
That's cool and it's cool and it's dramatic, but mm-hmm. sad. Um, how about another one? Sure. Do you want one from me? Yeah. Did you submit one? Uh huh. <laughs> Here it comes. <laughs> I, th- I thought of it. This one comes from Nick Robinson in San Francisco, California, and it's it's another Nintendo one. So get ready. It's what if Kirby was square instead circle? Who said? Oh, you're actually doing this. This is me. I just did this one just oh, now. All right, all right. Square I mean, Kirby. You've just fucking described Stone Kirby sliding mm. down the hills and stuff. So this one is he's square, and when he turns, all the time when he turns into Stone Kirby, he gets circle, and so it's kind of a fun. All right, all right. Rolls all right. down a hill. You can imagine so how. So what, that would you, what work. are you doing? You holding down buttons and. Uh, it's a one button platformer like that game Super Meat Boy Forever that still isn't out. And Kirby, he's walking to the right, and all you're doing is by holding down your finger on the screen, you're turning him into a stone circle, and he roll around. I don't know that that's going to be as good as any of the Kirby games have ever been. Well, it's going to be better than the stupid drawing one. Excuse me. <laughs> that game is... Par- that pardon game, me. That game no good. Canvas Curse is extremely I hate good. Canvas Curse. And I know Oh, that's weird that you said that cuz it's fucking amazing. It's what no the fun. fuck are you it's talking like, about? It's like I don't I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I know. I know. I've been dealing with this for 10 years. It just doesn't feel like a fucking Kirby game is the only problem. It's a squiggle, scribble scribble uh draw a big loop-de-loop. Yeah, I know and I know and I that's love how Kirby. cool all that shit is. That's it's great. Like, don't call it Kirby if I'm not Kirby. Except you are Kirby. You're explicitly Kirby. Kirby has arms right. and legs. It's Anyways. Not in this one. It's kind of a bold new vision. Mm. And so I didn't know that you were... Yeah, it's just You just want to make the same fucking Kirby game over and over and over again. I, yeah, that'll be good. I and, want a Kirby you know. game where you suck up a power. Okay. And you press the button to use the power. All right, fine. Um, here's one from Sam B. Rules, who says, Spill Zone, a motion-controlled FPS where you're holding a very big, very full cup in one hand. The contents of the cup is your health. This, this is really fucking good, owns, and I almost, I kind of almost wanted to save it for near the end because it's such a doozy. We can come back to it, I, I, and maybe um, what I, what I'm thinking of to kind of tr- like abstract it a little bit mm-hmm. is a shooter with the same sort of mindset that Smash Brothers brought to fighting games, where it's not just about like killing, you don't run out killing. of health. You don't run out of health unless you're playing with the dumb rule set. Um, you're just trying to knock your opponents off balance, right? And I'm 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 into that idea as like a shooter, and so you're. I mean, fuck, dude, we're talking about a tactics, and don't get me talking about a tactics again, because I'll get going. Right, I'll get on a roll. So, do a tactics? Do those little figurines not run out of health? Is it a purely you're trying no, to knock? There was you, no, you're not going to knock them. Yeah, you knock them. You knock them over, and they're out. And so, like this idea of a physics-based shooter where oh this rules yeah you could have like an assault rifle that like is a little bit weaker but you can get at somebody from further away mm-hmm. um and maybe you're just trying to maybe you're just trying to topple them or this something is like fucking that. cool we're kind of getting away from sam's idea but i'm i'm fine with it because what we okay, find they have a, they have a cup then and the cup has the, the health in it i don't know how to I, represent I, that know i know i about motion controls i i actually love this idea of like a sort of a sumo style shooter where mm. The whole level is a an arena with big holes in it, and uh, you're trying to. It's it's like those those um. It's, it's the map in Overwatch. I was though, about to say, though, yeah, where you run in and it's got the big hole in the middle, and then like you see two Lucios on the other team. And you're like, I'm I'm just gonna turn off my PlayStation now. This is a game where every 
character, every gun is like Lucio's um, big old megaphone. You know what I'm saying? I so, like that. That's fine. So like, and then you can have you can have a utility that you change out, right? So your loadout is your weapon and your utility, and your utility can be like magnet boots. So like you see a big metal plate on the ground, you run over and turn on your magnet boots, and maybe you're good for a little that's bit. That's sick. And like, so so how about this? How about a shooter where none of the weapons deal damage it is purely about knocking other players around so all the grenades are concussive right mm-hmm. and in, instead of health there's no health at all everyone's invincible every time you fall off the stage it does that thing in human fall flat have you ever played that no okay human fall flat is like what if gang beast was a puzzle a single player puzzle platformer uh, all right and in that every time you jump off the level you just l- fall for like five seconds and then you land on the level again <laughs> All right. From the sky. I would love a shooter where every time you fall off, that happens and you like lose a point or something. And yeah, the, that's sick. Like it's all the entire thing is you it's one continuous life. You never die. You just when you get knocked off, you land back on the playing field. So there's no loading, there's no waiting to respawn. It's a pure knocking characters around experience. I think that um playing Splatoon 2 as much as I have <laughs> has sort of got me thinking about shooters with unique like win conditions mm-hmm. um i'd love to talk about splatoon 2 for a little bit and be a video game podcast for a second because i think it's one of the let's do I it think it's one of the, what do you, what? i think it's one of the best fucking games of the year and like i think it is i think it's near perfection i uh, i we should talk about the nintendo online app in a second but i think that the like i win i want to say like 90 percent of the games i play and it's not because i'm a sick shooter it's because that's not what the fucking game is about mm-hmm. at least not what the standard mode is turf war yeah where all i do is if i see somebody like yeah i'll try and fuck them up but most of the time i just go where people aren't and i just paint it's so good i'm a, and this... that's it and you get you get you win because nobody a... understands everybody's going for a fucking kd ratio i see somebody sniping and just like hanging back it's like okay enjoy your loss mm. i'm just gonna paint the world with my beautiful colors what are you what are you using what's your weapon uh, I was fucking with the machine gun for a while, the arrow splat, but now I use the Zapper 85. The, oh, uh, shit. Yeah, it looks like the NES Zapper, which cute. is very, very cute. That was, uh, they added that like, to Splatoon 1 in a patch, I think. What does it shoot yeah, like? So. Is it? Uh, it's nice, man. It's It's got like, it's really just like really middle of the road, um, but it's a very reliable like painting weapon. The, the arrow splat, the machine gun is just like, you can just run and hold in the button it's and you will amazing. just Jackson Pollock all over it the It runs out of ink really place. fast, but it's like... It's so it just the amount of coverage you can do with the arrow splat. I I was using the arrow splat for a while. My mains are the splat like dualies. dualies. Yeah, dualies are sick. Like I I uh, when the Splatoon embargo lifted, I was like, I wonder what other people like other YouTube folks with Splatoon two are doing. And I looked at a video. I was like, no, you know what happened? I was in a match with a guy with an interesting name, and I was like, clearly this guy's an early copy because I'm playing it with him. I'm gonna search for him and see what he does because these lobbies are interminable since there's so few people oh who have God. copies well, that, they'll be better now yeah, yeah yeah now the game's out it's better but i looked this dude up and he had done a video god i wish i remembered his name that was like a high level splatoon 2 technical play video where he was showing off that when you do that you know how the splat dualies have that little dash mechanic when you yeah, jump yeah, while yeah. shooting if you do that in midair you do like a drop dash straight down and oh, so like shit. on moray heights now when i'm using the dualies i jump off and i just hit b twice and just shoot str- i'm like the first person to reach the middle of the level that way it's so cool nobody who nobody knows what the fuck we're talking about because this game is out today more it's, more, it, it's, in the first it's game. it is fucking exceptional yeah it is a it is a i found a roller that i like which never happened in splatoon one yeah. the carbon fiber shit because dude you if you like painting 
pick that thing that's, up, Griffin, because yeah, it goes so fast. Okay, anyways. I, I do want to talk about the Nintendo Online app because it is the <laughs> it is it sounds like the most cool games inc way Dude, to like it's embarrassing I, I got a text from you yesterday i guess you saw me playing splatoon 2 online mm-hmm. and it was a link it was a link to your nintendo online chat session which i love that's how that works yeah. you sent me a fucking sms text message to chat <laughs> to lounge.nintendo.com slash this and, ridiculous string of letters and what i do i fucking ignored it nick because yeah. well, come on you know what i would have invited you in game but you literally can't send invites to people who haven't downloaded this shitty app like I saw you on my friends list. I was like, oh, I think I'll play with Griffin. And it was like, this person does not have the app installed, and so therefore we don't, we can't communicate with him. And period. And, and just picture this: we're, we're chatting, and then we're, we're you know having a good time coming up with all these you know high level strats to to conquer the other team. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I get a text from my friend David. Switch over to that, and we're gone. <laughs> yep, can't hear him. Can't hear each other anymore. Just for people who don't know, Nintendo was designed. I what I have to imagine is the only voice over IP iphone app in the history of human existence where if you if you leave the app if you hit the home button to go read if a your text phone goes if you to sleep if you open twitter if your phone goes to sleep if you lock your phone instinctively like you do with every other app your friends vanish and they can no longer hear you and you are kicked out of the the voice chat until you uh, unlock all i gotta it say is how much for that subscription my yeah. friend nintendo hit me up and tell me how much to get that Please. Maybe that's the reason they're charging for it is because they had a dollar to work on the online for the Switch, and that's what this is. That's what this app yeah. is. They spent a dollar making it. Uh, let's come back to this Spill Zone app It's idea, pretty so sick. I'm kind of um, into it. Here's one from Apricot Ghost, who says, The player is a vampire and must constantly outrun the sunrise on a spherical game world. Okay. All but- right, I'm into this. So you're just like, you've got the, you got the, you got Daybreak at your back. And you got to keep moving, but there's probably like walls mm-hmm. and, you know, Belmonts in your way. Lots of Belmonts. You watch that Castlevania cartoon, buddy? It's fucking good. It's real good. Um, Yeah, you're just running. There's little obstacles. And then is the vampire like really sexy? Could, yeah. I mean, it's a vampire, so I've never seen a non-sexy vampire. Uh, do you think... Has there been a non-sexy vampire? I'm thinking is vamp- Batman is Batman a vampire? I think he sucks blood, but he's not a vampire. All right, it's just when you oh, I get because he's well, he's wealthy. Once you're wealthy enough, you do you just start it, you convert you to, get to enjoy that. It's um it's acquired taste. I, let me hit you with this addendum. Mm-hmm. What if Boktai style? It's a cartridge that has a fucking solar panel on it. Okay. And you actually do have to like keep it out of the sunlight. That's interesting. It's sort of a, rever- a reverse Reverse Boktai. Ins- I would be of- way better at that game than regular Boktai. Because <laughs> regular yeah, Boktai, I was like trying to play a fucking Game Boy Advance in glaring direct sunlight, which is fucking literally impossible. Yeah. But this would encourage the opposite, right? Yes. You please don't go outside. How do we and make you- sure people don't just like put tape over the put tape over the uh that will make the cartridge extremely hot it'll melt through any tape or finger that does touch it okay maybe maybe this would be like also a good like you the the thing you said about obstacles got me thinking that it would be fun if like level one you're just on an orb and you're trying to outrun the sun and it's like kind of a pulled out perspective god it's a big bumblebee go away guy i'm trying to uh-oh, do jokes uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. son of a he's so he's thick i'm gonna th- thick like yeah H-I-C-C? yeah okay. he's kind of God, I have my headphones on and I can still hear him buzzing. If you touch me, I swear, I'm gonna have to. Is, get... 
Are you okay? Go get the assault gun. The bug assault? I never... Yeah. The thing is, I never know where it is. Like, it's usually, like, under my couch or something <laughs> weird. By the time I get it, the bug has wisened up to my plot and has hidden. What was I We've fucking... had... We, we have a fly problem. It's weird. Like, I have a bunch of friends also here in Austin who, like, we just have flies. Like, there's a bunch of flies all of a sudden in our house. Yeah. I went to the store, bought me a dust buster. I'm running sort of a no-kill shelter. Oh, God. they're these all... flies. Interesting. So, I suck, I suck them all up and I let them outside. Oh, that's nice. That's generous. Um... Here's a just really quick. Yeah, yeah. Todd Howard fan sixty nine says a game that psychologically profiles you like Silent Hill Shattered Memories, which is great. Fuck yeah. Uh, but instead of trying to figure out your fears and scare you, its goal is to make you as horny as humanly possible. That's Overwatch again. You did. Overwatch. We've done Overwatch, so we keep accidentally making Overwatch. Overwatch does um, have something for everyone. You want a big old gold fist? Sure. Love it. Love it. Um, here's another one though from Sam B Rules, and I like this one. Mm-hmm. Another Up Sam B banger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're they're like Reddit title. I don't know how you get these. I'm not. I do not use Reddit very often. Uh, is certified slappers only? And yeah, if the shoe fits, I think what that might have been something we said at some point. Probably uphill battle. Very vertical, team based mountain climbing survival game. Work together to fix lines, preserve oxygen, and carry suppo- supplies. Suppositories. Slash, carry suppositories slash sabotage enemy teams. Plus avalanches. Okay. That's This is good. sick as fuck. You know that sequence in uh, Brothers, A Tale of Two Boys, where mm-hmm. you have to like hold down the triggers to like hold on to the rock while the other one like swings off you? I'm imagining like those maneuvers happening while another team is trying to climb the fucking aggro crag. And yes, in my mind, this did just become a guts game. It is. It's And like you can run over to fucking, you know, pull out their pit pitten i think is how it's pronounced or like yank out some piece of vital equipment mm-hmm. or like unhook some carabiner which didn't happen that much in guts surprisingly or in brothers tale of two boys um but i, I like this idea i like the idea <coughs> of just like hey like the instead of it being a fucking canned uncharted four animation of like brother take my hand and mm-hmm. i will lift you on top of the big crate for the 200th time it's not canned. It's just like there's a drop arm button, and then you can grab that big arm. Some tense moments. That would but generate. then there's also there's also like snuggle for warmth. I think there's like a day night cycle, and it lasts like it's real fast. It's like five minutes, and so like you got to find a place to hold up for a while, snuggle for warmth, make sure you got food. Maybe you go steal the other team's food during the night. Yeah, if you get like a loadout that gives you like heavy, heavy you know warmth gear then you can run over raid their shit yeah you could spec in the direction of like a very quiet stealthy well padded energy drink chugging sleepless stealer you know who rolls up on the other team and just ganks all their goodness and maybe there's a lot of teams maybe there's like 50 teams of uh, 50 teams to two and the mountain is steep it's literally the mountain from steep it's they did say very vertical and so like and everybody starts at a different point like 50 different base camps all around the circumference of this mountain and then tries to carve a path up and it's like a race because if you can get to the top you can execute strategies like unhooking people's equipment or like breaking off like equipment that was left behind like things that are built into the mountain you can just like fuck up somebody else's thing to like slow them down but that's going to slow you down and maybe there's another team that's going to keep keep going up you know what would be really sick is if there was a mechanic where 
like your 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 teammate has died has fallen off the mountain your the the nana to your popo has tumbled down the mountain and you encounter an enemy player and you see their hand slip and they they start to fall their fingers oh, are struggling man. you reach out and save them and all of a sudden they're your teammate and like there's sort of this dynamic sort of like the Canaan Lynch 2 multiplayer had that like I don't remember what it was called but there was like a you could constantly f- start and break alliances like you, yeah. I want there to be a dynamic sort of but, shaky team camaraderie vibe and then you get 3 quarters of the way up the mountain right and out of the out of the 100 people that were playing we're down to like you know 15 mm-hmm. and you get you're up like 3 quarters of the way up the mountain you just get over a clearing with your teammate climbing up behind you and you see in the distance a solo player and they've got a bunch of shit they got two oxygen tanks they got like a whole satchel full of MREs they've still got their tent and the tent has 100% durability still um maybe they got like a little portable tv so you can like watch some everybody loves raymond or something mm-hmm. and your teammate you know just some rando you picked up because your buddy died eh, they're not looking so good so what do you do oops you take out that you take out that knife oops yeah. oops i slipped and then you run over that other person what's up i see you got mres i just murdered my friend for you <laughs> i traded him for an mre you want to um, keep going you want to keep pushing up let's go come on you trust see, me. You don't need both oxygens. And um, will they? They obviously need a partner, right? They're not going to get up this mountain, but they did just want you murder someone, right? So they might not. They might sort of have you go ahead of them because they don't quite trust you. And I also think this could be a trap. Like your buddy just hides, and you're like, "Hey, I need a teammate. You want to come up the mountain with me?" And they say, "Sure." And then you just push him off the fucking mountain. Yeah, I think there's a, there's no. I don't think you can attack with your axe. I don't think you can like shoot him with a gun or anything. I think you can push though. Mm. Mm. I like this idea a it's lot, really especially good. the shifting alliances. <clears throat> thing. Yeah, that's that's because it's already a tense situation. But then when nobody can be trusted, yes, the higher you get on the mountain, the and less you can trust up, everyone. Even though it's duos climbing, only one person can be up at the top, my friend. God. And so the question is not if they betray you; it's when. At some point, someone's getting betrayed. Even if you bring your OG buddy from the base to the top. Once y'all reach the summit, you're having yourself a push party. <laughs> it just turns into that Mario Party mini game where you're sumoing each other off of a off of a small circle. Jirog uh, One suggests that a good name for this would be Tony Hawk's Uphill Jam. I don't think that's a good. I think Uphill Battle is a really a much much better name for uh, somebody. Well, I don't want I don't want to get Tony. I don't want well, to fuck Tony. Send Tony any residuals. No Tony. It's instead of it's okay. It's very vertical. It's Barry Vertical's Uphill Jam. That's the name. That's We're creating our own Tony. Our only Tony. His name's Barry, and he's the mascot on the front of the box. Barry Vertical. Bo- Bony Rocks Uphill Slam. Mm-hmm. Barry Vertical. Barry- Why can't it just be Barry Vertical? Mm-mm. Because we, we, it just sounds more like a name. What Ber- about Vince, Vince Vertical's Uphill Jam? You've got to give me some alliteration, and vertical's not a word. It's not a word. It's a name, Griffin. His name's Barry Vertical. <laughs> Barry Vertical's every flavored bean. <laughs> <laughs> Barry, 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 Bots, every flavor uphill jam. Um, yeah, let's put a pin in this. Uh, would you Man, like we to? We got a lot of good ones. We this time, do. Huh? It's, I'm, I'm off to a good start. Uh, I think we should take a quick break to uh, talk about ZipRecruiter for a moment. I think that that would be a sound strategy. Strategy. Uh, Griffin, are you hiring? Um, no, I'm firing. <laughs> so, what's funny about that? I'm gonna need you to 
I wouldn't do. I don't. This isn't fine. I wouldn't fire you. Nick. Don't fire you, me. No, you know I wouldn't do that to okay. you, right? I hope not. But you did a joke about it. Now I'll, I'll try. I'll try. I'll try again. Yes, I'm hiring two jobs. Mm-hmm. And one is for business manager. Okay. And the other one is for jumping coach. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm uniquely getting, qualified. I'm on, yeah, I'm you working know, on just sort of increasing my vertical leap. Okay, I'm gonna go with the first one. Okay. I am. I am very qualified. You know what I like to tell people is I. I like to say I put the businessman in business manager. I'll be honest. My priorities right now are more in the jumping. Jump coach, oriented. So. You're hiring yes. for a jumper. So do you want to take another run? Do you have any like jumping? Like what? How well, up? How up can you get? Like I can. Let me think about this. Yeah, sure. I I'm very good. I'm an expert. I'm an expert at jumping. Up, down. How far have you made it on an American Ninja Warrior City Qualifiers training course? Well, I built my own. Oh, you're one of those in my living room. Yeah, but that's it's not a great place for it. Most people do it in the backyard and stuff. No, in the living room. It's up to spec, though. I measured it. I measured. I took all the with measurements. With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to 100 plus job sites with just one click. Then their powerful technology efficiently matches the right people to your job better than anyone else. That's yeah. why they're different. Because mm. unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter, they don't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them. Mm-hmm. Hunts them down viciously. In fact, over 80% of jobs posted on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just under 24 hours. That's one Who's that guy? F- who's that guy from Batman who really... He, Deadshot. Deadshot. They're like Deadshot, but for tiring. So there's no juggling emails or calls to your office. You just screen and rate and manage your candidates all in one place. With so ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use dashboard. So find out why ZipRecruiter's been used by all of the businesses to... Of all sizes. A bold claim. <laughs> to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, my listeners mm. can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right. For free. Well, my listeners can go to ZipRecruiter.com slash games and... Oh, and, and use it for free? Use it for free. Damn it. Which one are they going to do? Because mine is ZipRecruiter.com slash games. One more try and try it for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash games. Okay. So, huh. Well, if you, if, you, if you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash games, send a screenshot to Twitter.com slash CoolGamesInc, and in the text message field, either write G, the letter G for Griffin yeah. or the letter M for me, Nick. And that way we'll know which uh, person you, rec- you recruiter did from. Uh, what other computer games did you know that there's a game idea here uh, from Frank the Pony who says once you pop you legally can't stop oh no so it's sort of a Pringle a, a Pringle dystopia yeah <laughs> where uh, if you open a can of Pringles you you are obligated by law to eat all of to uh, eat every Pringle. It, can I ask mm-hmm. if I finish the canister of these crisps? Yes. May I stop, or do I need to go immediately get another? Canister? Let me plot this out for you on a line graph. Uh, there's a point, the point where you take the lid off and then you rip off the aluminum thing. Mm. That point, in in legal terms, is the point where you pop. Any point after that on the line graph, you can't stop. Do you understand? So if you once you have popped, you are not allowed. Well, that le- sounds like a terror. That sounds like a terrible curse. It is a bad. Yeah, it's a bad system. But so I slam all the big chips, and then obviously there's a, a just crumblings inside because they. I have never gotten a Pringles can that was not at least one 
fifth crumblins. Although I'm not complaining because I do enjoy shotgunning those at it the end. It is fun to kind of drill a small hole in the side and then just I tip, take the I lid tip off the canister upwards, and slurp them in. And I receive the Pringle Man's good gift. Now, you ever you ever drink your Pringles? I don't want to explore this with you. This is a big thing back in my hometown where what you would do is you would take a can of Pringles and you would pour some, uh, not hot, not piping hot, but like warm out of the sink water into it and you shake it up. You shake it up and then you uh, suck it down. And it's got kind of... So, and we should mention here that Nick grew up in a place called Slime Town, the mm-hmm. sewer city. Yeah. And everybody there was just sort of a weird it was a monster. Goop, it was a goop-oriented thing. Like you could go... It, it, you, you could go to, to to Slime Town City College for non-slime related majors. Like you could do that, and there were people who did do that. But like that's not the majority of people. Like ninety percent of people there were there for some sort of slime endeavor. Um, and a lot of us at the parties and stuff, we wouldn't drink beer. Every once in a while, you would like find an old. This is worse than beer. This is wor- this is much much. You understand that, right? This is worse than any drink or drug. Or this is maybe one of the worst things a human. One can of the, do. one of the best experiences is that there was no alcohol. It was a dry county, but it was also a wet county in terms of what we were doing to our Pringles. And it's a slime county. It's a slime it county as well. If you would, if sometimes though, you'd be like rooting around behind your desk trying to find your slime bong, and you would uncover old can of pringles that you'd wetted up and forgotten about and it had kind of fermented to make kind of a sort of a potato soju uh alcohol situation and that was the closest we ever got to to uh drug and alcohol use in our in our uh dorm well that's very wholesome but at the same time not mm-hmm. at all wholesome not at all wholesome do you want to know the, the weird thing about that story what's that it's true no i know i know i know like I feel like at this point I know your brand, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't know you as the boy who bought a very big Cheeto once on eBay and also not believe that you used to make Pringle slurry <laughs> and dump that down your slimy gob. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want another idea? Yeah, please. Uh, Milligan uh, says <laughs> you wouldn't download a house, and then they've posted an image of one of those little iPhone USB A to wall adapters with a flash yeah. drive put in it. So it kind of <laughs> it's a sort of a shocking image. It almost gives the the appearance of someone downloading a house. Uh what do um, we think about that? I, I I it's a funny image. I just don't know how to build on the the gu- the, the jokes there. I guess like Nintendo keeps doing this thing with their amiibo support in games where they don't do shit at all yeah and one of the one of the biggest offenders in my opinion is the the stupid thing they do where it's like like in splatoon 2 you can save your costume and your controls to an amiibo like your whether or not you have motion controls on and what clothes you're wearing but like that game doesn't have any fucking split screen there was literally no local multiplayer it's heartbreaking which yeah a sucks because salmon run split screen would be amazing but b rachel and i sat down last night and she was like i want to play this splatoon 2 game with you you've been playing i was like all right here we go we didn't go no didn't here we go to walmart to get another switch stopped yeah but, but fucking like, what is that? Like, why does that feature exist? Like, why would you want to save your Splatoon two loadout if you can't fucking bring it to a friend's house and play it there? Just bring your Switch. The whole, anyways. The point I'm making is that I want to save my house's loadout to a flash drive by plugging a flash drive into the power strip under my yeah. bed, and then I can bring my specs over to my buddy's house, and then maybe we can duel our houses. 
Um, I think we've made a dueling houses game a la Rocket Slime. We do. Before. I think like in the grand ranking of things we do a lot of, it goes food games, player unknowns, battlegrounds, clones, and then house based combat. So maybe we set this aside. We haven't done a fucking cooking game in a minute. Yeah, but that's like, that's through self control. Um, here's one from Sam Sweet Minton. It's like badminton, but less bad. It's just okay. Be careful not to make good mitten. Okay, it's neutral. I think I would be okay. I think okay mitten would just be badminton, where if the shuttlecocks just wouldn't dissolve after four hits. Okay. Chris Chris Plant got a badminton set, and we set up the net in his backyard because we love yard games. It's mm. like every time we all hang out, and it's Texas, we're like hanging out outside and having some beers. We play a yard game. Usually it's Coob, which I don't know if I've talked about on this show, but it's like absolutely my shit right Goob? now. Goob? Coob? Coob. How do you spell that? K-U-B-B. It's uh, very, very good. I will not get into it unless you want me to. I kind of do. But, if in, like, in less than 30 seconds, what, the, what is Coob? All right. So there's two teams, and you make a field with like these four stakes, and that represents the area of the field. And on opposite ends of the field, you stack up these five kind of squat wooden bricks. And then in the middle of the field is a big wooden brick with a crown on it, and that's mm. the king. Um, and then you take turns throwing these sort of long, longer, skinnier sticks, trying to knock out those back bricks on your team, uh, your the opposing team's back wall. And if if you knock those over, they have to throw the downed ones back into your side of the field. And then before they can knock out your back row, they have to take out those field cubes. Okay. Well, and the cycle just repeats. Got it. It's... I, I mean, I, I, when I was at the beach last week, I, I spent a surprising amount of time playing beach bocce ball, which is like the perfect. It's such a good game. It's the game design there is phenomenal because all you need is some balls and that's it. Yeah. And like there was this really fun component. I was playing it with like my brothers and my dad and like we there was this this thing that kept happening of like we would throw the target ball into like a very muddy wet part or like a a very dry part of the sand and like some spots it would roll really far some spots the really sandy dry parts it wouldn't roll at all and like there was there was like tactics to it it was it was cool um but anyway chris bought a fucking badminton set we worked to set it up yeah and literally like one good volley and that shuttlecock was you can't skimp on the shuttlecock that's just that's the lesson so okay, badminton is just like invincible shuttlecock. I think. I mean, if if we're taking the bad out of badminton and we're making it less naughty, we gotta call the shuttlecock something else. Something else. It's gotta yeah. be called the shuttle. You know, we call it a flybird. Flybird. That's cute. Yeah, that's good. That's G P G. Um, what if we also had cool astro boots that let us jump super high? Ah, uh, it's good mitten now. That's good. See, we we did it. We slipped into we slipped into good mitten. Shouldn't have added the Astro Boots. That's the thing. It's too good. Um, do you want to do a game idea here? <laughs> Apricot Ghost. We're doing another Apricot Ghost one. Uh, AK Cupid. What's that? It's hyphenated. So it's instead of OK Cupid, it's AK Cupid. I'm assuming like a, maybe I'm misreading this, but I'm thinking it's an AK-47. Were they date the guns date? No, and AK it's Cupid. I'm, I mean, it's kind of I kind of like how little there is to go off of. This is just a like a one word submission, but we can kind of interpret it how we want. I'm interpreting this as Cupid has an AK forty seven full of full love, love arrows instead yeah. of that old timey chintzy bow and arrow, right? I think just everybody's going to be dating then. I guess so because it's just the rate of fire on that would be the, much higher than a very a high rate of fire. bow and arrow. Here's an interesting submission from very unusual dog who has designed sort of a game for us to play. 
create Nick and Griffin will create a collaborative game concept using their subconscious without revealing their choices. Write down the following. Uh, oh my gosh! All right, this is All a right. doozy. So here, right there, I just sent you your noun number, the things you need to generate, and I'm going to generate mine, and then we'll reconvene here in 45 seconds. Ready? Yeah. So I think the way this is going to work is it's going to go your first word, then my first word, then your f- first word, and then. All right, my fir- my first word is a name. Should I make it possessive? It it will yes, it should be possessive. Okay. All right, ready? Here's our yep. game. Jerry Seinfeld's Unstoppable Bathtub colon The Suffering 2112 Game of the Year Edition. <laughs> I don't know that Jerry Seinfeld's Unstoppable Unstoppable Bathtub colon The Suffering 2112 <laughs> Game of the Year Edition is necessarily like what's so bad with why is Jerry Seinfeld's bathtub so <laughs> so The Suffering so Jerry Seinfeld, I'm, I don't know why, but my head immediately went to Jerry Seinfeld in sort of a Richard Scary v, like bathtub on wheels. But I guess because it's unstoppable, right? Uh, mm. Jerry Seinfeld is in this rolling bathtub uh, going through a town um, and he can't be stopped. He's a sort of an infinite momentum. He's building speed. He's frictionless. Yeah. But where does the suffering come in? Is it like... Um, I mean, it's, he's always suffering. It sounds like he's always, you know, talking about, you know, um, things that bother him, I guess he's, you know, the price of stamps or, okay. I was worried that we were going to veer into sort of Carmageddon territory where maybe he was running over pedestrians or something. I don't know about that. Airplane food. No, I think it's more observational suffering, right? Yeah. Cause the heart of comedy is suffering and that motherfucker is so funny that you know, he's got to be really Really, there's some harboring some dark observations as he rides his unstoppable bathtub through the town. I want to get back to a game. Okay. And I don't know about you, but I can't stop thinking about this climbing game. Mm -hmm. And because I because I have I have an idea. What if game starts base camp and there's 101 players and before you disperse and go out into these all these other base camps there's like one first camp that you start out in and when you load in there's like everybody's frozen in place until everybody's there and you have different loadouts so there's like a you know ropes ropes loadout that you can use to help you like climb and safely get up a mountain and then there's like a survival loadout that like has more supplies for the nighttime and maybe there's like a security loadout that like helps you out if like other teams come for your shit and so when the game starts, nobody's in a team. Mm-hmm. There's just 101 players, and you have to run and just eyeball somebody. You can see what God. gear they've got, and just sh- give them a handshake. It's and like you, there's like a handshake button, and if you both handshake, you're instantly you're on a team, and you get taken Jeez, man. somewhere else. It's like it's, when you're looking means, around in class, and you're given a group project, and you're trying to find one other partner. It's going to be that uh-huh. anxiety times 100 every time you play. And I think that means one player gets left behind. Either oh, that, <laughs> either that player is like they lose instantly, like the base camp like slides off the side of the mountain, or they get to be the yeti. The yet, so a fun sort of uh, asymmetrical class. I know I, someone in the uh, the comments on this submission was suggesting maybe a mountain goat class, but I think a yeti is a little more. It, it, first of all, it taps into the long history of of terrifying yetis in in snow, like mountaineering games yeah um there's like a ski free vibe to it but also just the asymmetry of like your goal 
is to gobble up as many of these climbers as you can before the end of the game. And, and I, I think I think you don't earn like experience or climber creds at, if you play as the Yeti. So like to disincentivize people from just like hanging around in the room. Um, and so there's one Yeti, or maybe there's not. Maybe you don't know if there's a Yeti or not. Now we're on some lodge shit a yes. little bit, but um, and then everybody else starts climbing, right? But mm-hmm. this person you're with, it's a fucking stranger, and. So this idea of you just like turning on somebody is going to be much more prevalent, I feel like. Um, But then I think there's another base camp like halfway up the mountain where this happens again. And there's another there's like another draft round for everybody that's left when you're halfway up the halfway up the mountain. I kind of like that. So like sometimes you'll get up there and there's no one else at the base camp right now. Sometimes you'll get up there and there are like eight players who got there at the same time as you and you're just kind of eyeballing them trying to see if one of them would be a good fit for you what i like what i like about this is i think you can queue up for these games in a party but you won't be when you get in there and so maybe you secretly do have allegiances and so the whole time you're partnered up with somebody you got to be thinking is this person just trying to get people cut off are they going to kill me right before the second base camp and then at that second base camp, they'll hook back up with who they actually want to climb with. But they're just like trying to like they, an eight person party spawns in. Right. And yeah. they all pretend like they weren't just in an eight person party. They each get a partner who they murdered on the first leg. Right. And then when they get finally back up to the second base camp, then they can team up or after you, doing some dirty work. Like after, if you decide you that murdering them is going to diminish your chances of reading, reaching the second base camp and meeting up with your buddies, you could just be like, hey, can I hold that like that energy drink you've got can i hold that rope that grappling hook and then when you get up there you just are like peace and then kick them off the mountain yes and you've got all their gear yes i want because I, I i always used to hear these amazing stories of like of people walking around in daisy and then like hanging out in a house and being like is anyone in there and they're like yeah come in but put your gun down and then like there's all sorts of heists and mind games and stuff. And I think like for everything we love about PUBG, which clearly shares some DNA with this game. A little um, bit, yeah. A little bit. Like there's not enough uh, deception or player communication in there for my tastes. And I want that. I want, because PUBG did an amazing job of distilling the like scavenging and improvisational elements of, of like Daisy and Arma mods and stuff. I want a game that does a distilled short 10 minute round version of like the mind games that would ha- that apparently happen in, in games like that. That's what I want this to be. I also want there to be some mechanic where if you just fucking cut the line and drop somebody while they're climbing and somebody sees it, there's some way to like rat them out. Yeah, maybe like conjure, conjure the punishment yeti or something like that. So maybe we where, do an expansion where instead of the uh, yet the hundred first player becoming a yeti, they could become like the sort of mountain police who are in a helicopter looking yes. for looking for ruthless criminals. And so, like, if you witness in, in someone falling, you can be like, "Hey, mountain police, there is a murderer directly above me at this yeah. at this, this like waypoint." You, you've got like a zoom optics camera. Mm-hmm. And if you see somebody like cut the line, it like puts a little red square around them. And if you target them and like hit a button, when they make it up to the next base camp, they'll be like publicly arrested and walked off yes. in front of everybody else. <laughs> walked off the mountain. <laughs> that's really that's, that's that's mountain justice right there. That's some mountain justice, and I'm into it. Uh, this game owns. I'm into I'm into it. I think a I think like a mountain climbing game in and of itself is kind of cool. It's like SSX but backwards. Mm-hmm. XSS. 
XSS. XSS, but the S is snow. XS snow. Yeah. Um, you still like that other name, though, huh? The boring one? Barry, Bur- Barry Burticles. Oh, wait, no, I jam. forgot we did that. That's a good name. Barry um, Burticles Uphill Jam. Yeah. I like that. I think it's fun because I, I think it would also be very, very scary. Yeah. I think it would be very, very scary. And also, like, what if there's like an axe that you have, right? Mm-hmm. And But it's like really heavy, so it occupies like a lot of space. Yeah. And so if you see somebody with that axe, you know they're, they don't trust easily because mm-hmm. there's like lots of shit they're giving up to have that axe. Uh, or maybe the axe could be hidden or something like that. And so you see somebody and they're like, you're, you're, you got some buddies that you know you're going to meet up with at camp too. And so like you're right at the top and you're like, guys, watch this, watch this, watch this. And you fucking cut their line. But then you hear ka-chunk and they like catch themselves in the wall with the axe. Free oh, climb up. Oh, that's so sick. They free climb up. Yeah. Not so fast, I don't think. I want this game to every round generate moments that feel like a scripted moment from like a Tomb Raider game where you're like, you're just like at the last minute you pull out your pickaxe and like save yourself. I also think it'd be cool because like you talked a little bit, you mentioned the inventory, like management being a factor when you're building your loadout. I think there should be a thing where like you have two options with every item. You can either hang the axe from your belt loop, which takes up way less space, weighs you down a little, but doesn't or take hide it in your backpack or hide so it in, like, in your jacket yeah, yeah, and yeah. it takes up two thirds of your slot, but you're a and, secret axe wielder. And maybe at camp too, right? Everybody has to find a new teammate. And so we get the same sort of like pick your, pick your partner. Nobody's in a team and then you get in it. But what if like the last like, five to ten people to get picked all die instantly and so there's an element before the drafting starts where you're like okay fucking blunt climber 420 over there tried to cut my line but i caught myself with an axe so you do not want to team up with that piece of shit and you like there's like a werewolf style misinformation phase or maybe it's not misinformation maybe they tried to fucking kill you but you could do that you could certainly you could lie or tell the truth and what this would boil down to is 50 people in a chat all screaming. Right. Which might not, which would probably be sonically unpleasant. But it would um, be ludo, ludo, what, ludo, ludonically yeah, pleasant. It would be very good. Um, that fucking rules. I also, I just, I love the idea of like in the base camp, like there's no, there's no law. People are trading items and doing what they want, picking new partners, accusing each other of murder, and of course, issuing mountain justice. I love it. Um, I think it's really, really good. Maybe when you ta- clock into the base camp, you have an option to give your former partner, like to to like, as a good sportsmanship bonus, like they maybe they get an extra thing, like an extra MRE or something like that. And so, like, if two people really did work well together, they're like, okay, now you have an extra, an extra thing. And so, so there's like kind of a there needs to be some motivation to to actually cooperate at times, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This but- is I would. I, I think it's a good one. I think we made a good game again. Yeah. Um. You want to wrap up? Sure. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Barry Barry Base Camp Barry Verticals Uphill Jam uh, Uphill Jam. It's a hell um, of a name. A hell of a name. It's. I mean, it's a hell name. Hell of a name. Hell of a game. Uh, we just posted at the time we're recording this. I think it, it went up yesterday when you're hearing this. Um, a the third episode of Let's Go to Hell. Uh, this time it is is a conclusion to our Mario Galaxy. Uh, episode from from last time around um it gets very glitchy and visual artistic are all words i'd use to describe it um and then we got a new episode of touch the skyrim gone gold going up uh next week right next friday 
Uh, yes, it's a it's very it's a bad episode. It's a bad one, but we did our. It's a bad episode in which we do very necessary work to make Skyrim function. If again. you if you find a way to make that episode like more than ninety seconds long, I don't know what type of video surgery you've done to it, but um, yeah, it's 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 happening. So yeah, um, I'll be at Comic Con this weekend. Say oh hi, shit, cool. If you want, and then I'll be on Midnight next week. That's very exciting. It's very exciting and very weird, but very, very, very cool. Um, yeah, go to Polygon. Go to go to poly, uh, YouTube.com slash Polygon. Just watch all our videos. There's a lot of really good stuff mm-hmm. in there. Oh, shit. Also, we need to... Oh, my God. We need to plug the Clayton thing, right? So... Yeah, uh, next week's Cool Games, Inc. is a dream fulfilled. So good. Me. One of my favorite moments, the uh, the Mitomo Tinder one from like a week or two ago, is getting yeah. the Cool Games, Inc. animation treatment. Uh, Clayton sent us a test animation of it, and it was mind-bogglingly so, so good. choice and it's also clayton's one-year anniversary of working at polygon coming up so i do not know how we live without him it's it's incredible um but yeah thank you guys for listening uh this has been cool games inc a video game design podcast part of the vox podcast network and we'll see you next time goodbye well do you want to why don't you start the outro thing? oh the outro thing that we do well it's like we say every time you know um it's next time i'm griffin mcelroy i'm nick mcelroy there it is Shit, you got me. It, you did it again. Uh, no problem fun. <laughs>